I am Bill Courtright with Living Right with Bill Courtright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am Bill Courtright, and I am here with the super millennial David Barreto. How you doing there, David? Doing good. So we got a lot of comments on your red zone bacon. Yes, we did. And just an update for everybody. I had great bacon this morning. So you were good, right? <laughs> yes. I think you ordered it in, though. But that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, it was. So this week, our focus is letting go. And today's Connection Thursday, I'd like to have a discussion on believing to knowing. So this is, I know, and I'm not going to make it that deep. I'm going to try to make this more of a, of a surface episode because I know you're nervous. It is Thursday though. I'm allowed to go deep, right? That's why I got the pen and paper out. <laughs> From believing to knowing, when you believe in something, you have confidence in the truth, the existence or reliability in something, right? That's mm-hmm. confidence, right? When you know something, it means that you understand something and know it to be true. Believing versus knowing are very different elements. Our belief systems are programmed during the tribalization process and they are set to the beliefs that are within your individual tribe. Our beliefs become our perceptions of the world. And this perception may or may not be a fact. The only way one can truly know something is through our experience. And this must also be filtered through reality. Gotta let me know if it don't make sense. So let's use, I'm gonna use some examples. Let's use diet as an example, okay? So let's say someone goes on a low carb diet, an Atkins type regimen, they lose 50 pounds, they transform their cholesterol, they bring down their blood sugar, and they have enormous energy, clarity, and they feel fantastic, okay? So they believe they know the answer for weight loss, correct? Mm-hmm. They tell everyone they begin becoming a soundboard for the Atkins revolution. They believe they know the truth. They then wanna go out and teach. They wanna help others. So they begin coaching other people using the same diet and methods that worked wonders for them. Is their success a knowing or a belief? A belief. Very good. It's a belief. They do know this works for them. But the perception they have is that this is the diet that is right for all. This is how fad dieting comes to life. So, does Bill Courtright know or believe he has the diet answer? Strong question. Let's look at it. Bill lost, I'm talking like he's a third person. Bill lost 123 pounds, became a champion bodybuilder. Bill reversed a period of chronic pain and reversed diabetes. Bill has maintained his results for 37 years. Bill eats a low-carb, high-fat, optimal protein diet. I'm going to discuss that next week, what that means. Does Bill know the diet answer? Well, the answer is yes, but not because Bill has had individual success. 
he knows because of the evidence-based medicine that he's practiced for three decades. Bill knows there is no right diet, mm -hmm. that everyone has to eat to match their physiology, and this is not a perception or a belief. It's a knowing that stems from working with thousands and thousands of people. Do you see the difference? See, so if I go out and when people ask me how I eat, I'm very kind of like, I'm, I'm a little standoffish because I don't want to tell them because how I eat could be completely wrong for how you have to eat. But that's the difference between believing something and knowing. The person that lost the weight on Atkinson is teaching, they're not trying to harm people. They believe. They have the answer because their evidence and their perception is showing them because their life changed, right? Mm -hmm. They're not wrong on that fact. Mm -hmm. I used to get a lot of people in the clinic who used to get mad when I used to tell them about like, well, this worked for me or I think this will do this. And they're like, you think? I was like, I can't tell you. This is the first time we're doing it. This is my thought. Well, my friend did this. I was like, well. It's true for your friend, but I don't know how it works for you. And that's a big thing. They get so upset. Yeah. So, And that's just an example I want to use for today's subject between believing versus knowing. If we look at the programming of our belief systems, they are set of principles which together creates our perception of religion, God, our life philosophy, whether life is hard or easy, our moral code, how we act in certain situations. Our beliefs drive our actions and stem from the head. Our beliefs are part of our ego. Our beliefs make up our identity that we carry. And many times, our beliefs can cause turmoil because they can actually be conflicting, which means you have two different beliefs in your belief system that are fighting each other mm -hmm. in the same individual, the same ego. So we worked with a person recently who stated her most important belief was integrity. Yet, she had a belief that people were generally always out to get something. She didn't trust people in general. She was just like, they're always out to get something. So integrity would be to honor your commitments. But her belief was that others did not honor their commitments. So she actually goes against her own word. She breaks contracts and does this from her belief that people are using her. So she actually, because she has two conflicting beliefs in her mind, in her identity, then it just absolutely creates conflict. This belief sets her mindset in the gear and then causes herself to act in the manner without integrity. And it's just because she has conflicting mindsets. When we take clients through the purpose discovery exercise, which we'll be doing, um, in the community very, very soon. What that exercise does, it exposes conflicting beliefs. We see it all the time. We see people who believe that money is evil and brings pain and discord, yet they'll have another belief where that money will bring in freedom. Well, you can't have evil and freedom, and freedom. Yeah. at the <laughs> same time. And so what they get is you cannot have two beliefs and prosper, two opposing beliefs and prosper. So they get chaos. So your belief system ties into your programming of your genetics, your identity, and habits. And is one of the strongest forces that is currently affecting every single area of your life.
Now, we've all heard, have you heard of the nature versus nurture debate, right? What's more important? And this is about whether human behavior is primarily driven by genetic factors or primarily driven by environmental factors. Well, the belief systems are the part of the environmental side of that equation. Humans all get a set of beliefs that create their own system that covers all aspects of their life. And humans accumulate thousands of experiences that either strengthen the set of the belief system or creates a new belief to add to the belief system. This process happens through things that other people might say, things we may hear on the news or see on television, things we read, and any other external factors that we may be exposed to. So when we look at the difference, belief versus knowing, a belief belief is very different from a knowing. A belief is held in the head. A knowing is held in the heart. A belief is where you have hope and is built on our view and our perception. A knowing is where you have faith and could be totally opposing your current perception. This is having a firm vision, a knowing that something will work, yet your outside circumstances are telling you, no way can this work. Run, go the other way. And you wonder how those people keep going. We read about success stories, right? It's because they have a knowing. Even though the world's telling them to stop, they have a knowing. When the world's telling them it can't be done, they have a knowing. When their whole tribe goes against them, they have a knowing. So a belief is built in stress. Did you know that? No, I didn't. And I want to tell you why. So a belief is built in stress because you naturally defend a belief. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's part of your identity. So a knowing is without stress. You know, when you have a knowing, you allow others to have their own opinions and perceptions. You don't care what they think. Right? We've gone through that. You've experienced this now in the last few years. We don't care. Right? We have a lot of people. Nobody gives us opinions anymore. They did in the beginning. But here's the difference. (laughs) Right? You allow others to have their opinions and perceptions, but you are present in knowing that you are on your right path. You have faith. You do not defend your course. You just work it. You don't defend it. We just keep working it will always play out perfectly. Now, letting go is this week's topic. And one of the most powerful things that you can do is to let go of your belief system. Even saying that must be making people uncomfortable, right? It's gotta make people uncomfortable. Letting go of your belief system is one of the most powerful and also one of the hardest things because Our belief systems that we carry have distinct purposes. That purpose is to ensure human survival and the passing on of your genes. And one of the reasons that stress is an epidemic is tied to the human being and how we've evolved. Intelligence and culture evolve faster on a mental level than it does on a physical level, right? Mm -hmm. So let's use technology. 
Look how we have evolved mentally, right? Technology, we understand. We can carry our phone with an entire library in it, right? We've evolved. You know what hasn't evolved? Our body. See, our brains and intelligence evolves, creating a more complex thinking system. Yet, that complex thinking system, your thoughts, what is it affecting? Your body. And our body cannot keep up. So what happens is, we're stressed out. People think it's all the thoughts, and the thoughts it might be, yes. But it's, remember, you don't feel your thoughts. You feel your body. So our beliefs link us into these thought patterns that drive us unconsciously to defend. This is driving our body into stress, a stress state. Your beliefs around family will drive the way you act and let others into your life. Your beliefs around sexuality and dating behavior are set to ensure you're passing your genes onto the next generation. That determines who you would date, what type of people you would date, what is their religion, what are their beliefs. We see a lot. It's not in our family, but you can see that where you would have conflict, con conflicting if you have mixed marriages. Yeah. Correct? So conflicting beliefs here when you have conflict, conflicting beliefs like that, it can lead to sexual addictions. It can, be, it can be conflicts in these mixed marriages. And beliefs around these can cause tremendous disruption among the tribe. Then there's beliefs around decision-making, negotiation, and business. These are set so the individual can achieve certain social status in the hierarchy of the tribe. So your belief system that was given to you was... Integrity. It's honorable to be a police officer. That was the belief system you were given. And that was where your actions started. And when you went against that belief system, that's why you ran away and avoided your father for a while. It's normal. When you look at it like that, it's absolutely normal. And now you've changed your belief systems. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So beliefs around decision-making, negotiation, and business, they're set so that individual can achieve their certain status to stay within the tribe. Now, beliefs in how to deal with uncertainty, anxiety. These are beliefs on how to deal with stress. And these beliefs are actually passed on to the next generation. So... If you come from a family that screams and hollers really loud, you're going to scream and holler really loud. You're going to think that that's normal. Well, if you think about it, beliefs in career, work, authority, finance, money, debt, beliefs on diet, exercise, health, genetics, beliefs around people, relationships, connection, all of this affects our behavior and the entire scope of our life. So letting go of beliefs can be a very scary thing because you're letting go of who you believe you are. Mm -hmm. So letting go of beliefs actually leads to one thing. It leads to knowing. Each of us was born with a purpose and unique gifts. You know that now, right? Mm -hmm. When you discovered your purpose, it changed you. Yeah. You found out, you kind of connected you, who you were. Yeah, it, 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 made, it made sense of everything I was doing. 
So that, that each of us are born with that purpose and unique gifts. And remember, you got, you had this purpose and these gifts well before the tribalization process and the programming with the beliefs and identity even began. That's you. And so even while the programming was going on, you had certain tendencies, mm -hmm. right? And your purpose and true values are not held in your head. You don't set these. You discover them. These are what you brought to this particular lifetime. Understand? Mm -hmm. So, to discover your purpose, in order to discover your purpose, you have to wade through your beliefs. When this happens, you discover your unique gifts, and more important, you discover you. So to find your purpose, you've got to get through your beliefs. You discover that you are not your ego. That's what happens when you start to let go of beliefs. You are not your ego or its identity built around these belief systems. To know something, to know anything, you must experience it. This is important. Beliefs are so strong that if you start to explore life outside them, you will experience discomfort in what's called the snapback. And what's the snapback? Is when it's snapping you back into the old patterns of the belief system. See, to know something, you have to experience it. You have to step into it. You can, you can get and attain a lot of knowledge, but knowledge will never give you a knowing. It's only doing that will give you the knowing, right? So ultimately, and this is the truth, and maybe you're learning this now, David, that this journey, you ultimately must take this journey alone. Mm -hmm. There's nobody who can take it with you. It's probably one of the scariest things. For you alone are responsible for the beliefs you accept. Once you understand this, you're irresponsible. That's one thing about waking up. We talked yesterday that everybody's asleep, right? When you wake up, guess what? Now you're responsible. Someone can tell you lies, but it's your responsibility your ability to respond, your responsibility, not theirs if you accept it to believe. Recently, we both know a young man. He moved his entire life to go home and work with his family. And it ended badly. As the person who promised them something went forward and broke the promise. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this first person is angry. This person feels betrayed. Now, yes, it was his family that did this to him. But he chose to believe their promise. He didn't get things in writing. And now he feels like a victim. But he chose to believe them, right? Mm -hmm. He chose that when you look at it. And he, can, and he will turn this because this is a great teaching moment. Or... Or it could be a great teaching moment, or it could just be another incident that will affect his trust in people and he will use it to be a victim. 
he chose to believe yeah. right and you look at it and go how could somebody from their family do that well they did it but yeah. you didn't do things properly mm-hmm. right you didn't do things like a business person you didn't do things that way and even if you did it that way it may not have worked out but you chose to believe them. Yeah, and and for him doing that, he he chose, like you said, he chose to believe it because he didn't think they would do that. Yes. And now he knows. Yes. That there's, you know, that yes. could happen, and if that happened, so it's the same thing. So when he goes into like future things, he may have a belief that something may do this, but if he keeps that knowing and kind of you know goes in there with that that knowledge that he has he now prepares with the experience. Now. Exactly. Yes, he has experience or he's going to have victimhood mm-hmm. and he'll be afraid to go into new things. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what happens. That's a difference. Yeah. That's a good example of between believing and knowing. Now, to step into knowing is to become one, not split by your ego. This one cannot come through conformity. This can't, you can't, you can't get through this by conforming. It also can only come through by being authentic. It's really important. Being encouraged to know yourself is a huge step into knowing. To know is not to change others' beliefs. So we talk about the diet person, right? Mm -hmm. I never change anybody's beliefs about diet. I'll show them their blood work. I'll show them what their body's doing. And I can recommend this. This is how your body's working. I educate. That's a big difference, right? You can't change others' beliefs. To know is living in freedom because you allow things to happen. You just let it go. In freedom, you reject all outside forms of external authority and you refuse to be the authority for anyone else. Does that make sense? Yeah. You are really centered. And this is an interesting industry because we're, we're coaching, right? Even coaching. I can only help you if you're coachable mm-hmm. and you're you open. You guys are helping yourselves, yes. to be honest. And you got to be open. <laughs> you got to be open to changing. I'm very honest before I start coaching somebody. Are you sure you want to do this? Because you've got to let go of who you believe you are so you can discover who you truly are. And is it easy? I don't think it's hard. Is it uncomfortable? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. It's very uncomfortable. So you are connected to you. And this is when you're in this state of knowing. And this actually is also a true connection to God. In a state of knowing, you do not submit to the wants of other people. You make decisions based on truth, not belief. And you point it's very important. You point your direction inward, not outward. You're not trying to change everybody. And you do not feed others' beliefs or egos. You understand? You don't just want to agree so you can not have disapproval. Mm-hmm. You well, may disagree, but you're also not going to fight. And you're not going to try to change them. you got to allow them to be who they are. And you also are not going to be changed. Yeah, and you know it's a belief when you're willing to bypass or overlook something to accept someone yes. or like even accept your, your own action yeah. yeah for a belief you can look past it if it's a knowing it's not slipping by that's like a non-negotiable you know it for a fact the belief you're like ah, it may or may not be true 
If you're doing that to any of your beliefs, then that's how you know it's belief. And you got to let it go. And you do, you know, the one thing I think is so important, you don't feed others beliefs or egos with like resistance or wanting to change or control them. You let go and you allow. They might be totally opposite of what you think, but you don't judge it. You allow them to be. And you also don't seek approval when you are in knowing. Again, you allow others to live their journey with their beliefs. You don't agree or disagree. You stay present. You allow it to be. You don't fight. You don't seek to belong when you're in knowing because truth is where there is no separation. You let go and you allow. And in knowing, you don't seek security. You don't seek security in truth. You know. So you move through your life without fear. You're not afraid of failing. Mm-hmm. You just know it's going to work. Everybody asks me all the time on that. How do you do that? I go, I don't know. I just know. I know it'll work. got to be hard-headed. Maybe. That's why I think I am. They yeah. think I told them I'm too stubborn well, you to quit. you so stuck into your belief knowing, knowing that, you know, that it's going to happen. It's almost like, why would I even I stop? Don't, and I don't try to control how it's going to happen. To act, so let's talk about access knowing. To access knowing, you must first see what is not true. You must become aware of your beliefs. And this is actually quite easy and very simple. Ask yourself a question. What do you defend? What do you try to get others to believe? What does a typical day look like? What do you do? Eat, watch, and you will start to see your beliefs. Then, do you have a desire to please others? It's a good question. And obtain approval. This is tied to a belief system. Are you trying to make other, even your boss? Are you trying to make your spouse happy? Are you drawn into people's dramas? If you're drawn into dramas, you're tied to their needs and wants. If you're stuck in drama, you have a chaos program. That's a belief. You believe you can fix this. Or you believe that you have to stop this. Do you understand? You cannot access knowing through your mind. Bottom line. You can't. You can gather knowledge, like I said earlier, but this is not knowing. To know something, you must act, try it out, Try it on, allow it to be, become, allow it to become part of you, and you need to do this without the ego. And you need to act consistently with a period of time. So people can say, oh, meditation is great for you. I read this, I saw this study, and this person. It means nothing. It means nothing. You believe meditation is good for you. But if you can sit down and meditate for a good year, and you will know that it's good for you. And then you can teach how it is. But you can't go from a study and then say, oh, I know it's good for you. No, you don't. You haven't done it. Mm-hmm. You haven't done it. But the true way to get to knowing is, if you really want to get there, it's to let go of the belief systems. If you know there is no question of belief, David just said it. Do you believe, I asked this question, David, Do you believe the sun will rise tomorrow? Or do you know the sun will rise tomorrow? Yeah. Right? That's the difference. I'm making these simple comparisons. That's simple. Nobody believes in the sun. Nobody believes. You may ask somebody, do you believe in the sun? What the hell are you talking about? Right? 
They would think you're crazy. Beliefs cause stress. Knowing creates trust. Trust creates faith and allows you to relax in your actions. Knowing is trust. Children know. They trust their mother and they know she will be there to change their diaper and feed them. They don't believe this. They know it. To know is to trust, is to be connected to the heart, and that's where you create faith. Now, I did not get deep into God in this episode, and I thought that David thought I was going to. Oh, and I will, but I have those, you know, I will, I promise, but not in this episode. I'll keep it for another episode. But I have a lot of those who profess their belief in God. It's the most important thing in their life. They believe in God. Yet, they live their lives completely stressed out. They live in fear. They're, they're, they disrupt in anger and they get locked down in guilt. They live life in this state because they believe in God. They don't know God. To know God is to have faith. And like I said, I will leave this for another episode, David, but that's the truth. When you have faith, you don't worry. You trust. There's a big difference between trusting and believing in something. When you trust, it's a strong faith. This is not happening to me. This is happening for me. That's when you know God. When things start to work for you and when they don't work for you, you still trust that that's exactly what was supposed to work out for you. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. So I promised, <laughs> you're so difficult. I promised I would bring that to another episode. That's going to be a deep one. <laughs> I'll be sitting up for that one. Anything you want to add to this? No, it's, it's very strong when you can know the difference, um, especially when you can start creating that awareness to it daily uh, to start seeing where you are placing your beliefs and how your beliefs are actually kind of hindering you in a lot of occasions from doing things that, you know, ultimately you could know. Um, that's huge. They keep you stuck out of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? and and like you said, letting go or, or finding knowings is not, not a bad thing. You know, letting go of beliefs. Sometimes you need that, and sometimes finding out that beliefs are just beliefs and they're not a knowing could hurt. I tell you, my, my generation needs to let go of some of the beliefs of the way they work and the way they interact, the way they communicate. They have these strong beliefs that they're defending and everybody else around them is wrong. And that brings us all the way back to Monday's episode. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. You've got to let those go. So this week, we talked about letting go. And next week, we are talking about finding your why. And I'll dive into the purposes and things like that. And we'll revisit this a little bit. Tomorrow is Friday, and we will be continuing our book study on Michael Sinners. Michael Sinners. Michael Ooh, Sinners. Sorry, Mike. Michael Singers. <laughs> Michael Singers' book. Uh, what's his book? The Untethered Soul. Thank you. And so, and guys, jump into community. Anything you want to leave this with? I know the community is awesome, so you should find out for yourself. You know? I know it. That's it for today's show. I know our mission is to create a shift in the planet. And I know you can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. The links are right below the show. We do truly appreciate it. Please, that's how we 
get our rankings and how we get out there is by you guys sharing the show. And many of you are doing that, especially our girl from Peru, huh? Yeah, she's so great. Veronica, <laughs> Veronica shares that show to about 100 people a day. Different people every day. She's amazing. Thank you. We appreciate that support. As always, until next time, stay inspired.